to the Prophecy Club. I normally have notes, but today I'm going to talk from very few notes. We're just kind of kind of talk just a little bit. Just in other words, basically pull up a chair, have a cup of coffee. Let's just visit for just a minute. My first question, and really the topic of today's program, is: Does the world government start the same day that the tribulation starts? Does the world government start? the same day that the tribulation starts? I believe the answer is not necessarily. It may be that the world government starts and is going, hopefully not only for a few months, but even more than a few years, hopefully many years before we actually go into the tribulation. I mean, I would like to think that we have 40 more years before the tribulation starts, but you and I both know that's probably not going to happen. Nevertheless, we have to shoot for that. We have to do our very best to stave off the bad things that are coming as long as possible. So the first part, in order to understand this, back to the question, does the world government start the day the tribulation starts? Very, very important question. But in order to understand that, first of all, we have to ask ourselves, okay, what is the world government? Okay, I'm not going to do a whole bunch of reading from the scriptures today. We've got to do a little bit here. Let's go to Daniel 7.17. This is describing the world government. And I'd like to be able to tell you, oh, this is the verse to watch for that absolutely positively tells us we're in a world government. And we're going to come as close as we can to that today, but I don't exactly have one specific verse that we can point to and say, there it is, there it is. Now, we do have not only one, but two different verses that tells us when the tribulation starts. But none of them that specifically tells us, look for this. This is going to mean that the world government has started. Daniel 7.17. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings which shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Now, here's the point. Then I would know the truth of the fourth beast which was diverse from all the others, exceeding dreadful, whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass, which devoured, break in pieces, and stamped the residue. So it's saying that this is the world government. If you go back to Daniel chapter 2, then you understand what the iron and the brass is. And of the ten horns that were in his head, and of the other which came up before whom three fell. Okay, ten horns. That's saying, and we're going to get to this in Revelation 13 here in just a second. Essentially, what they're going to do is divide the seven continents, the entire globe, into ten global regions. That's the one thing we look for. That's the big thing to look for when there's a world government. However, as we're going to talk about today, it could very well be that if we watch real closely, we might be able to see the world government starting before we see the seven continents divided into ten global regions, specifically the big thing that I'm kind of getting at, this is where we're kind of, kind of going in this program today, I think that when they bring the quantum financial system, the new quantum computer and the 11 satellites all linked together into a new digital system backed by gold, backed by assets, when they bring that in, that will be the biggest thing to watch for to say that it is forming. Now, I don't think we can say it is formed by then, but when the old United States of America or the all-capital United States of America 
which was done away with on November the 5th of 2020. When that's done away with and they bring out the new whatever it is, I believe that the name is going to be the Republic of the United States of America. When they bring that, that's a very good possibility to say, whoa, world government's forming. But, uh, you know, the United States is not the world. Okay, so that's a very big thing to watch for. But even then, we're not going to be able to say, yep, yep, there we go. We're in the world government. Back to Daniel chapter 7, verse 20. And of the ten horns that were in his head, and of the other which came up, meaning that first there's going to be, there, there's these four beasts. Okay, let me summarize this down for you. The four beasts, and the first one was the lion, and then the eagle's wings came out of the lion. That's the first beast. Second beast is the Russian bear. Third beast is the Muslim leopard. The fourth beast is the world government beheaded up by the Antichrist. Now, let me point out that right now there is not the third beast. The third beast is a Muslim confederacy, or you could say caliphate. And I believe I can go into who those four nations are. But nevertheless, uh, for right now, let's stay on subject here. That is not formed yet. We do not have a Muslim caliphate. We do not have a four-nation confederacy under the name of Islam that works together as one unit. <laughs> a lot of them work together, but most of them don't. Anyway, so back to the point here. Before whom three fell. In other words, the when the, the, when the Antichrist comes on the scene, there will be ten global regions. Right now, there's not ten global regions. Now, yes, I know the Club of Rome has a map. They've already divided it all up, and we already know where the lines are going to be. This, the seven continents divided it to ten global regions. We know that. But they're not official yet. So what we'll see is, when we, we want to spot the Antichrist early, first we have to have the ten global regions. Then as the Antichrist rises to power, or the beast, which is a more proper name for him, he will overcome three of those 10 global regional rulers. And then there will be down to eight. And then of the eight, this is where it's talking about, before whom three fell. In other words, as the Antichrist, as the beast rises to power, he overcomes three of those global regional rulers. In other words, it's a great battle. I mean, that's the first, second, and third seals are all great battles. And then even of that horn that had eyes, that's talking about the Antichrist, and a mouth spake very great things. That ties back to Revelation 13 because it's describing the beast. Great things whose look was more stout than his fellows. And that word stout means greater or more beautiful. He's going to be the most handsome man that has ever lived on the earth. We have not seen that. And as I said to some people today that were asking me about uh, Bible prophecy, I said, well, first of all, one of the things that I'm absolutely positively convinced of that before the tribulation can start, there has to be all of the names who are in the book of life. I'm talking about the Gentile side of the book of life. All of those names who are in there must have received Jesus. And we get that from Maurice Scalar's Courtroom of Heaven vision, where basically Lucifer and his son, the Antichrist, stood up and said, it's been 6,000 years, we want our kingdom. You have to give us our seven years. And to that, Jesus said, yes, but... The Father promised me when I was on earth that all that were given to me must come to be, and neither can anyone pluck them out of my hand. And since not all of the people whose names are in the book of life have come to me, yeah, I can't have your kingdom yet. 
you got to sit down and shut up a little while longer, basically. So we know that there's got to be a great move of God. There's got to be miracles, uh, the greatest revival, the greatest move of, of God on earth must start and conclude before the tribulation starts. Now, that doesn't mean all of the miracles stop. It means that the last person's name, whose name is in the book of life, finally says, yes, Jesus coming to my heart. When that happens, then and only then can we go into the tribulation. <laughs> the problem is, is we don't have a copy of the book. <laughs> we can't see how many names are, are remaining. But if we could, if we could see those names ticking down when we got to the last name, we could say, okay, there it is. Uh, any day it's going to start now. So if l- let me point out some reasons why the tribulation can't start yet. I know. For a lot of reasons, it looks like it's about to start. But you have to understand people have been saying that for 2,000 years, too. Okay, so one is we don't have the third beast yet. We don't have that four-nation confederacy of the Muslims or the caliphate. The Muslim caliphate is not in place yet. That can't be because you can't have world government until we you have the ten confederates. Now, it may be that... The, the third beast will form, be formed, and then almost immediately, then they will form the fourth beast or the ten-nation confederacy. That may be. But you can't have the fourth beast until you have the third beast. We don't even have the third beast yet. Second thing is the great miracle revival, the greatest revival in history. Remember, I told you, August the 8th, 2015, Saturday night. Lord, I don't have anything to say for the sermon tomorrow morning. What do you want to say? And I heard words. For the first time, now I've heard them in the night, but I never heard them in the day. I'm sitting here looking in this chair at this monitor, and I heard words that said, this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded to my heart, and he says, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. I'm going to meet the devil. He didn't say beat the devil. He said, I'm going to meet the devil inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything he does, I'm going to meet him. Meaning, before the tribulation can start, the great end-time revival, that's all of the souls whose names are in the book of life, coming to Jesus just before the tribulation starts. So, can the tribulation start this year? (laughs) Well, not not unless there's a great big revival, at least in my opinion, based upon all the prophecies, what they say. That brings us to the second question. So how would we know when the tribulation starts? Very good question. Okay, for that one, we're going to go to Daniel 9, 27. Well, let me back up to verse 25. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem and a Messiah the Prince, there should be seven weeks, three score and two weeks. Now, let me keep this simple. It's saying that 490 years of judgment has been assigned to Jerusalem. It's saying that 490 years of judgment has been assigned to Jerusalem. But out of that, it has not reached the full 490 years yet. It's only, it's only 483 years yet. So there's still seven more years of judgment that is to be assigned to Jerusalem. Well, right now, the, when, when the, the sheet dropped down, and when Peter came down off the roof, and God told him, don't call uh, unclean what I call clean, and Cornelius was given the gospel, Uh, from Peter. In other words, the gospel turned from the Jews that wouldn't receive it, 
and went over to the Gentiles, I believe that that's the start of the last 2,000 years. Now, again, you can't set it exactly. I know a lot of people want to say, oh, well, you got to find that date in that 2,000 years, and there you go. That's when Jesus is going to return. It's not that simple. Essentially, what it's saying is there's a 490 years, and of that 490 years of judgment assigned to Jerusalem, only 483 have been fulfilled so far, and there's seven more years left to be used. But not for himself, but for the people of the prince that shall come destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and the end of the war are desolations determined. Now, I've heard people try to explain this, and here's where they go wrong in trying to explain it. They miss the word flood. Because typically in our English vernacular, when we talk about flood, we're talking about an excess of water. But that is not what happens on the day Jesus returns. There is an excess, but it's not water, okay? What is it? The excess is light. That's when Jesus returns with the morning star, the light sword, with the breath of his nostrils, he brandishes his sword. So what it says, after three score and two weeks, it means that after 69 weeks, Messiah will be cut off. That stops the time clock or the, the counting of the, the clock, but not for himself and for the people of the prince. Now, a lot of people think, oh, the people of the prince are talking about Jesus. No, it's not. It's talking about the Antichrist, the people of the prince, because at this time, when Jesus returns, he's not a prince. Now, right now, Jesus is prince of the kings of the earth, Revelation chapter 1. But by the time he returns, he will then change from prince to become king, specifically change from prince of the kings of the earth to become the king of kings and lord of lords. So it's not talking about Jesus here. It's talking about the Antichrist. He's the prince. He's the prince that wants to become a king when he sits on the Ark of the Covenant and proclaims himself God. That's the abomination of desolation. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city. That's the people that come down for Armageddon and the sanctuary. And the end thereof shall be with a flood. And that flood is the end of that. In other words, when all of the world comes down to attack Jerusalem, that end of that, when they destroy the city and the sanctuary, will be with a flood of fire a flood of fire, a flood of the morning star. And under the end, the war desolations are determined. Now, here's the point we're getting to. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. I know a lot of people want to say, oh, well, that's saying that he'll confirm a covenant and it's going to be a peace treaty after some big war. Well, that's not the conclusion here. We were just talking about Armageddon. So all of a sudden now we jump from Armageddon to talking about sometime before the tribulation. That doesn't make sense. So when he says, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, well, one week, that word in the Hebrew is Shabuah. Like we say, a couple is two, or a dozen is twelve, Shabuah is seven. So when it says, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, it means one seven-year period. Now, the problem is, what's the covenant? Well, that's the point. There's a lot of covenants with a lot of nations (laughs) agreed to all the time. Could it be? That this covenant comes and goes, and we don't even spot it. <laughs> very possible. As a matter of fact, probably more likely. It's probably very likely that he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, when we don't even see it. That means that we wouldn't know when the tribulation started exactly. That's my point. Well, can you give us a little bit better mark in time? something to watch for, something to let us know when the tribulation starts. The good news is 
Yes. <laughs> Revelation 6, 1. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. Now, the question is, is that a spiritual thunder that we wouldn't hear, or would we be able to hear that? Well, the truth is, the Bible doesn't exactly tell us. Now, if you listen to Ken Peters, and I do, and just about everybody that has ever heard him believe he was really hearing from God, he says that it all started when there was a long, loud, what sounded like a 1970s car horn sound. And he said it was so loud and long, every ear on earth heard it. And at that time, graves around the earth exploded open. He said, I literally saw dirt flying. Now, that was only the ones whose name is in the book of life. Only those people that were ready. And he said, I did not see anybody that was alive go anywhere. He said, I only saw the graves explode open. Then I saw the people, what looked like white glowing choir robes with a big cloak around their neck. And I saw them standing around the grave that had just exploded open for just a moment. And then I saw them all disappear. He said they did not float up into the sky at all. He said they just simply disappeared. But now let's go back to the point. He said, I heard a long, loud sound, something like a 1970s car horn. I want to believe, and I pray often, and probably you do too, that I'll be able to hear that. Why? Because if we hear that, and if we can recognize, oh, that means the first seal is open, boy, that tells us a lot. A, that tells us that the tribulation has started. That tells us that the beast, the Antichrist, by the way, that is not on the earth right now, because right now there's two different scriptures in the Bible that says he is falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. And it's not until he is released from that bottomless pit that he ascends out of the bottomless pit, and that's when he starts the wars. That's when he begins to make his rise toward becoming the world government leader, the Antichrist, the beast. Once he ascends out of the pit, then we will see many of the wars. I mean, you look at uh, the first, second, and third seal, they're basically big wars. So there's, and, and here's another point. Okay, so what do we see right now? I'd say two years ago, there was relatively peace on the earth. But boy, today, I mean, China is threatening Japan. Did you hear about that? Uh, China's Japan is threatening Japan. There's, there's all kinds of problems around the earth, not just America, but many nations. are There's an anger in the hearts of the other nations around the earth. And it may very well be that the tribulation is very close. But I can tell you there's some things got to happen before that tribulation can start. Okay, back to what do we look for? All right, I think we watch for this new financial system, the quantum financial system, to come into play. When there is a world religious system, <laughs> which I hear that the Pope is trying to get all set up right now, that's a very big sign. But the Bible is more specifically tying this to finances even then religion, because he says, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand and their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, that's one, the name of the beast, that's two, or the number of his name. In another place, he says, And I saw, this, as it were, a sea of glass, and them mingled, that mingled with fire, and them that got victory over the beast, over his image, over his mark, 
and over the number of his name, meaning there's four things that we absolutely positively must not do. Two are a mark. Two is an action. You don't worship the beast or his image. You don't take the mark or the number of his name. Any of those four. So, see, that is really tied more to finances than it really is to religion. Okay, so do we watch for a world religion? Well, eventually that's coming. I think more than a religion, we watch for the finances. Okay, what right now is about to happen, according to many sources, we're about to see the quantum financial system, which is a quantum computer given to us by our good alien friends, if you believe that. No, there are no good aliens. There are no good alien friends. There might be some aliens that don't kill us, but that doesn't make them God's people. Okay, God's angels don't need metal crafts to fly around through space and time. God's angels fly through space and time at the speed of thought. They appear in the room in a minute, and then they're gone in a minute, or more like a millisecond. So if it's giving us a computer so that we can be able to get out of the corrupt SWIFT system into the uncorruptible, unhackable quantum financial system, is that really good? Well, I think it will be good for a brief time. Now, whether that's a few months or a few years, I don't know. But I will say that Pastor Massey was told you got six months to get your money out of that quantum financial system. And he asked the Lord, please, Lord, you know, can't we have more time? He said, no, and don't ask again. <laughs> no, and don't ask again. So when this new financial system comes online, which a lot of people are saying is imminent now, when that comes online, I think that's a very, very big sign that we are not in a world government, not yet, but we will be going into a world financial system. And once we go into the world financial system, you got to ask yourself, well, how long is it going to be before we go into a world government? The answer is probably not long. Okay, let's go back to the point of our broadcast today. See if we've answered that. Does the world government start the day of the tribulation? I'm going to say no. Actually, probably it's, it's more likely it will not. Probably the world government may be going on for several months, maybe even several years, and if we're lucky, maybe many years before the tribulation actually starts. But what we do watch for, for the start of the tribulation, we listen. I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. I don't know if that's going to be a 70s car, car horn or if it sounds like actual thunder. I hope and I pray that everybody on earth will be able to know that. And if graves around the globe burst open, bodies are missing, I would think that that would probably be something everybody would hear about. He also said that all of the electronics went off, all of them, around the globe for about two weeks, and then they began to slowly turn back on. And do you think that the power of God hitting millions of people, bringing them back out of the graves, do you think that that power of God hitting the earth might cause the electronics around the globe to kind of freeze for a few weeks? Very likely. I think what we watch for for the world government, I think we watch for a world financial system. Now, that doesn't mean we're in a world government, but I think it does mean that we're getting real, real close. And that's the point of the broadcast today. 
I think that when they start this quantum financial system, when they start that, you can sit back and say, okay, world government is just around the corner. Because when they got control of the finances, I mean, who it was, Rothschild, I think it was, it says that if I control the money of a nation, I care not who, who controls the laws. In other words, if you control the money of a nation, you control the nation. Well, conversely, if you control the finances of the world, guess what? If you control the finances of a world, you control the world. Back to the point. Does the world government start the same day of the tribulation? No, probably not. How do we probably spot the start of the world government? Most likely, some of the first baby steps would be a world financial system. And once that world financial system is going to come into play, then guess what? Then it's pretty easy to say, well, you know, we got to we got to come up with some laws. We we got to regulate this thing. Well, there we go. Since we start forming laws, it's a matter of time. I mean, what the camel gets his his nose in the tent, then the whole body follows. So once we get the financial system in place, the laws or the government will probably quickly follow. Can we say the tribulation is about to start? No, I think we can say absolutely positively it's not going to start until we see a great revival. How long is that revival? I don't know. Tell me how many names are in the book of life, and I'll give you an idea. I don't know how many more names there are to be rounded up. I can only tell you that you and I are going to do our dead level best to get as many of them in the kingdom as possible. But when the world government starts... We don't know, but it's got to be getting pretty close. Once the world government starts, then we can probably look for the tribulation just around the corner. In 2017, God helped me to memorize the book of Revelation and gave me 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice. God showed me the word first fruits is a secret door linking the feasts of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the end time prophecies of Revelation can be placed in correct chronological order. One prophetic word said, there is a lock. I put over a word in the book of Revelation. I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. So what if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they're probably not going to believe you? Well, if you're listening to this, I believe you'd probably still tell them. Well, the most important thing to do is to receive Jesus. But the most important information is to not take the mark of the beast because those people taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but they're tossed into eternal torment in hell without any possibility of escape. We put it into a book, miss the mark, don't take the mark of the beast, a simple book to give to people. If they read, they will never take the mark of the beast. Countless people are believing that they're not going to see any trouble of the tribulation. They're going to go in a rapture, which is a misunderstanding. So God had me write a book called How Pre-Trib Won. It explains how the Christian church was so snookered into believing a misunderstanding like this, and it helps them through scriptures to see the truth that there is not going to be a pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath rapture. No one is going any place to escape any testing. It's called How Pre-Trib Won. Then, the book of Daniel, most people agree, is probably the most difficult book in the Bible to understand. So I wrote a book called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, which gives this last generation the explanation and the parts of Daniel that they need to endure the tribulation. 
Pure and simple, it takes Daniel and makes it easy to understand. It's called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel. As you know, many of the broadcasts have referred to a list of dreams, visions, and audible voices from people like Demetri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, and others. We put together a special radio offer. You can get 10 How Pre-Trib 1, 10 Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, 10 Miss the Mark, 5 Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, 5 God's Warnings to America, totaling 40 books valued at $800 for a gift of just $100 at prophecyclub.com. That's 40 books valued at $800 for a gift of just $100 at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call cornerstoneassetmetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell cornerstoneassetmetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. The worst thing is to find yourself in an emergency and you do not have the food, but the second worst thing is to open the food you bought and your family won't eat it because it is garbage. That's the reason so many people get heavensharvest.com food because it's really good food, edible food in an emergency. It may be 10, 15, 20 years down the road. All of a sudden, you do need it. You can open it, and your family is going to eat it. Heavensharvest.com. Put in the promo code STAN. It helps your prophecy club. Heavensharvest.com. Promo code STAN. Due to many emergencies across the land, most people are out of Berkey water filters. We have them in stock at prophecyclub.com. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.